You have content inside of you. You have something to share. You have a message. You need to figure out your medium and then just start. You have to live outside of your comfort zone. There is a place where you're like, ah, if I go and I do that and I fail, well, that, then what? You failed. Oh, well, like get back up, get back up and let's try it again. Yes, those words. Did you feel that? Mrs. Heather Torres of Think Media and Homeschooling is on today. And I'm telling you, if you're going to listen to one podcast this year, one, this is the one not to miss. There is so much in here. In that, in this 40 minutes, less than 40 minutes even, there is an incredible power and empowerment and reminders for relationship, for your business, for your creating, for your soul, for the way in which you talk to your kids. This is jam-packed and you're not going to want to miss it. Welcome to Imperfect Parenting. I'm Ariel Green Anderson. My name is Matt Sanderson. We're bringing you raw, real, and unfiltered stories from around the world. Are you an IP parent? Hello. I am so glad you're here. If you're returning, yay. If you're new here, Thank you for being here. Hit subscribe. Let's keep this journey going. Uh, This is going to be one of the height episodes of the year because there's so much inside, so much so that I had to break it into two pieces. Last week was talking about homeschooling and how to manage that and that it's not homeschooling, it's home education and it can be so much better than you expect. She's going to blow your mind if you listen to last week's episode, but this one is more for you, your relationships and all the things that I talked about just a minute ago and uh, it's it's going to shift things and I really recommend if you can to take notes. If not, then at the end, journal or write something in your phone even or take a quick voice memo and Talk about what came through for you. And if you can take action on even one thing that she mentions for your relationship, yourself, your business, with your family, I'm telling you, your life is going to change and ripple out in ways you can't imagine. It's, uh, It's affected me deeply and so much so that I've decided that not only will I show up for you live like I do every Friday at IP underscore parenting on Instagram, but... And I will do uh, another episode, a bonus episode, just to talk about some of the things that came through, how the process has been, uh, things that have kind of popped up as far as, you know, what you ask for from the universe and then you get it, all these great things um, and hard things and real things. uh, And that's going to come out on, I think, Saturday, Saturday or Sunday, something like that. So, yeah, this is a big one. This is a good one. And I'm so glad you're here to hear it. I thank you for sharing episodes with people when they they hit you in a good way or feel like the right thing for somebody. This is probably going to be one of those episodes that you're going to want to share with somebody uh, who needs it because there's so much inside. So I am going to pause my soul for a moment because there's so much inside of my mind and spirit right now. Uh, but this is your experience for you. Thank you, Heather. Thank you, you for showing up. And let's just dive in. I want to come back to a piece that you kind of talked about, about how you sort of do a relay with your husband in a way. 
A big question that comes up a lot with my audience is about boundaries, not only with your kids, but also with your partner, because it can be daunting when you've had a very different setup with your partner, where one of you went to work or was out and now you're all in and whatever the, the dynamic might be in the future, this is always a huge thing. And especially between partners, because you know if there's been even a moment where you've been the at-home mom, or working at home mom and then suddenly, you know, there can be that default of like yeah. mom picks up the slack always. And yes. that can be very overwhelming because that means mom, you know, especially you right now, you are a breadwinner, you are a creator, you are a teacher, you are like all the roles <laughs> yes. at once. Yes. And how do you manage that and still have energetic space for yourself? And and like, how does that conversation go? I guess is yeah. what I'd like to say. I love this question because it brings the, the big word for me is actually communication. Um, having all, a, a, when you are designing the life that you want, you need to communicate that so that everyone's on board. So right now, uh, my husband is with the kiddos and my kiddos are already set up for success. We've already said like, this is what you're going to be doing while we're doing this. So I really believe that communication and planning are very key. And that goes into the idea of boundaries around what your expectations are of yourself and of your spouse. You know, when we think about, um, when we think about even what it looks like to work from home and have your child at home and, and be at home with your spouse, it's not like a free for all. Like, it's not like, you know, I think that's what people think. I think my parents really are like, what do you do all day? You know, they don't really know that this, <laughs> this is a lot of planning and it's a lot of communication. But it's things like, um, you know, I, I don't know if you've read the five love languages, the the book about, you know, how do you receive love? How do you give love? And I think that this applies so much even in communicating love, because if say right now my husband's with the kids, I want to praise him. Words of affection are his love language. So how do we not fight over everything we're doing and we don't get stressed out and I don't get go crazy thinking everything's on me? We've laid out expectations first of what each of us is responsible for. You know, we're both adults. And so what are we responsible for? I'm not responsible for the laundry, but I'm also not going to get on him if it's been a week and he hasn't done the laundry. I might just, you know, li a little tidbit of like, hey, babe, do you need help doing the laundry this week? You know, it's not <laughs> like I, it's not like, you're like you didn't do the laundry uh, because maybe it was a crazy week and he had a ton of phone calls and I'm going to give him some grace. But communicating what our actual roles are in the family was a really big deal. And also knowing our love languages. So he knows that I work best when my environment is clean. And so acts of service is a huge one for me. So if I come in here and my office is pretty and I can feel like I can really um, communicate well and I can create well, I'm like, babe, you are awesome. You know, we really, we bounce back and forth and it helps us to be able to teach our kids what a healthy relationship can look like and what healthy boundaries look like. So I will say mom's working. I'm on a podcast right now and they know that. And I'm okay that they know that because I want them to see that work produces fruit. I want them to see that I work. I want them to see that daddy works. I don't, there's this disconnect where our kids don't even know what we do. And I think that it's important that if you're going to tell someone at some point in their life, they're going to work they should see what work looks like, you know, yeah. they should have that idea. And so we put, we put very clear boundaries on our time. Um, we say no a lot. So for us as a family, no is a very big word because there's certain priorities that we have as a family 
And if what is being asked of us is it within that priority, we say no, which is a hard thing for me to do because I love people, I love pleasing people, I love doing things, but I know that the first priority is my family, the second priority is my health, the third priority is my work. And so if it doesn't fall into those categories, then I can't commit to it. And so we put boundaries on our time, we have family dinners, that's important, and this week we haven't because I bought a motorhome and I'm obsessed with it. And so the, there's there's boundaries on our time, but we lack on them sometimes. But does that make sense? Like we we want family dinners, those are important. And my husband and I, we massively communicate on what is happening when. Because if we're not on the same page of what's happening and we don't know who is the primary parent or who needs to be more focused on work this week or who, you know, whatever that ebb and flow looks like, that's when the breakdowns start to happen. That's when him and I are at each other's throats. That's when I'm like, why am I doing all this? I should just, you know, put the kids in school and go get a real job. Like those are the times <laughs> where, where I think that it should happen. And I also think that it's praising, um, if the, if you're a woman right now and you have a husband, I think it's praising him for doing the things that aren't culturally accepted. You know, like my husband loves to cook and he does the laundry. I want to overly praise him for those things because and other people's families, that might not be the thing. But for us, if I'm overly praising him for those, then he sees that like, good, this is how I take care of my family versus what's culturally accepted of like him going off to work and doing whatever it is. That's how he takes care of the family. We're learning and we're growing in a different dynamic than what's culturally, societally accepted, if that makes sense. Yeah. Did that answer that question? It, it does. <laughs> it it does. <laughs> no, no. But do you guys have a, like a set time where you like every Sunday kind of lay out the week or do you just sort of do it like ad hoc when, when things pop up or yeah, really great. Um, so we use Google calendars. I believe in digital calendars. I believe in, um, time blocking, uh, and color coding. So I'm like real crazy. Yes. So, uh, <laughs> we do those things just because that syncs us on the same page, because if he has his own calendar and I have my own calendar, well then we're not actually communicating. And so that's a huge communication tool. Um, we do sync up usually on Saturday and Sunday to kind of project onto the week. Okay. This week, like this next week coming up, um, I'm teaching a three-day mastermind virtually. So there's three full days that I'm going to be sitting at this computer. No kids can bother me. You know, what does that look like? And so he's having to redo what his schedule is a little bit so that he can keep the kids quiet, keep them entertained and busy, you know, like keep them out of the house in 110 degree weather, like all <laughs> those type of things. And so we're projecting that forward as to what type of what are they going to learn this week? What are they interested in this week? We have family discussions at the dinner table about that. And yeah, that is a weekly ongoing thing. Um, and and I would say, if I were to think about the things we talk about, our calendar, when you, when you brought that up, I'm like, man, we actually talk about our calendar and our schedules so much because it's a huge communication tool as to when someone needs to be doing something. We're, we're in a partnership. And so for us, that means that in order for us to work together in that partnership, we each have to know what our, what we're doing and what the other person's doing at the same time. Nice. Was there a point earlier on or just at any point where you felt really guilty and your kids were smaller, they didn't understand as much that mommy's working and they reacted quite strongly. And like, how did you navigate that? 
Yes. Yeah. I have, I've definitely felt mom guilt throughout the years. Um, not so much anymore because I feel like, uh, I've, I've got the tools in my toolbox to help me know how to handle that feeling and understand where that feeling comes from. Um, and so, uh, early on I felt it because I felt disconnected from my child. So I felt the mom guilt because it wasn't actually, it wasn't actually that I was working or that my kid didn't understand. It was that it was a disconnection feeling. And so if you can give your child 10 minutes before you do whatever it is you're doing, you'll feel great about it and they'll feel great about it because you've given them that time before you've gone into whatever it is. Maybe I need to leave for a meeting. Maybe I need to do that, whatever this is. But if you can just give that one-on-one -on -one attention time for 10 minutes, just, just giving them your attention, that is really huge. And the other thing too in communication is setting your kids up for success while you're doing the things you're doing and giving them something to look forward to. So when I'm done with this, I'm going to go play chess with my son. Or when I'm done with this, my daughter and I are going to go paint our nails. Like whatever that looks mm -hmm. like, they know that. They understand what that looks like. So, hey, mom's going to spend time with you right now. And then I'm going to go do this thing. And then I'm going to come back and we're going to do this thing. And it gives them more of the... Um, expectation of what their role is and what you're going to be doing. And so now I feel like the mom guilt, whenever I start to feel those things pop up, I'm like, oh, okay. It's a disconnection feeling rather than guilty for what I'm doing, because I believe that I was created to do this. And so I know that I want my kids to see me doing this. Like that's a big, huge part of it. But there's some days where I'm going to work 12 hours. Like it's not like every hour, every day is a two hour day. Like there's days I'm going to work 12 hours. There's days where we're going to have takeout food because we're not going to cook dinner. Like there, those days are going to happen. But the mom guilt part of it is, um, one, not communicating enough what your dreams and goals are and how they fit into those. Because mm -hmm. when someone knows how they fit into or what their role is in something and you're doing this together, then it helps them. And especially when they're little, really, they just want you. They just want your time, but they actually don't want you all the time. That's, <laughs> That's a, that is a myth of what it is, right? But if we can just give them some good connection. Um, I, I think that reading is a really good way to connect with your children. Um, I, playing what they want to play uh, rather than us telling them what they have to play. Coloring outside the lines, going for a walk, but not but not like going for a walk, but doing like a stroll where you stop and look at every leaf and every butterfly and every, like those are things to them that fill their tank. And so when that's, when that tank is full and it fills your tank as a mom, then that mom guilt starts to slowly go away. But I mean, it still pops up every now and then when I can understand that, oh, there's a disconnection happening. I should reconnect in this area. And it's, it's just putting intention behind what you're doing and, and being intentional when you're in those different time zones. Yes, I am all for that. It, it, I notice the difference when I don't take that few minutes before connecting, you know, uh, dis disconnecting. Yeah. The reaction is quite strong yeah. <laughs> and frustrating for everybody in the end. So It really, it really yeah. is. And I also feel like there's this aggravation working at home with your kids too. This idea of like, oh, you're bugging me. You know, like the, the words we say are so incredibly powerful yeah. to our children. And so if they interrupt you, then it's addressing it, but it's not addressing it with like a, oh, go away. I'm done. Yeah. Like everything in, because then they're like, oh, mom's mad at me. Like I did something, you know? So it's, it's, 
it's understanding that your words matter. So I, I believe that when you can set them up for success, that always helps. But when they interrupt or like my son walked by behind us and we, that it was life. That's just, that's just how life goes sometimes. And it's like, okay, afterwards, when we're done with this meeting, I'm going to go and I'm going to say, Hey buddy, when you see the lights on, that means X, Y, and Z. So can you make sure that you stay out of the room when the lights are on? And I'll tell him this probably 20 more times <laughs> before he actually starts to do it. Yeah. But our words so matter and how we react to things really matters when we're in a working space with our kids. Thank you for that. I would love for you to talk a little bit about balancing versus integrating, you mm. know, your life and mm -hmm. not apologizing Yeah, when yeah. you're working for your kids and, you know, a little bit about that conversation. I would love to hear. Yes. I think it is vitally important to think when someone's like, what's your work-life balance? I'm like, that's not even a thing. How do you, how do you quantify that? What would that even look like? You know? So what does that even, what does that even mean? Okay. I'm going to be working here. Everything isn't in these boxes that we want to put them in. It all is just holistic. It all is just a part of what we're doing. And so I really strongly believe in having your kids alongside you in whatever you're doing. It could be gardening. It could be working. It could be Re are, do, renovating an RV. Like they can be so into what you're doing. And I do things. I remember when my kids were little, um, you know, I'd be working on my computer and I had, I went to the, uh, Goodwill and I got a keyboard, you know, one that they could do because they want to do what you're doing. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I need to get these Facebook ads done. I'm going to sit you down next to me and you do your Facebook ads, you know, and they're like hitting on the computer and all that. And they, and they just want to be next to you. They want to be a part of it. And for me, I love how you said, yeah, I am unapologetically like, no, this is what we're going to do because it is important that our kids are alongside us. It is when we have this separation between them, they're not seeing it. And, and we learn through seeing, we learn through doing, we learn through listening and, and all those things are so vital. And so for me, I, if, if the kid walks behind, that's, oh, well, I mean, I was in the, I was in the middle of a huge event. We were doing this huge, uh, challenge, 30,000 people I'm live teaching. And all of a sudden the dog runs by my, my child trying to get the dog. It's a whole thing. And I'm like sitting here just just teaching, just keep, just kept going. And I, and I was like, you know what? That's my life. And I'm okay. I've designed it this way because I want them to be a part of it. And so I'm not going to separate those two things. It is just what it is. And I will just move on. And people thought it was funny and they were like, oh good. It, it broke down the barrier <laughs> yes. of perfection. I'm not trying to be a perfect mom. I, I really don't like when people are like put I, as I've grown in influence, um, one of the things I've wanted to combat so much is this idea of like, oh, you just do it all. You're a perfect mom. Da, da. I'm like, no, I, if I'm projecting that, then you're not seeing enough of what's happening in real life. So, uh, I think it's so important that we just say, no, I'm okay that my kids are with me. I'm okay that they're next to me. I'm, I'm unapologetic about the idea that they, that this is our life and I'm okay with it. So I, I love that. I, no, I love that because I think that uh, there are so many limiting beliefs that we, you know, when we're looking at like what your thing is, like what is your thing and you want to put it out into the world, but you have so many limiting beliefs. And I know a big one is like, oh, I don't have the perfect setting behind me, the beautiful little shelves. And I don't have this, I, you know, there's all, there's all kinds of reasons we can come up to with to not have to dive into our fears and uh, move into a different mindset, really. Uh, I loved in one of your homeschooling videos that you were sitting on the floor and your bed was behind you. And I thought, 
okay, this is wonderful. That there's that humanity of it all. Um, was at a, at a point before you kind of like now you're rolling. I see you, Heather, and you're just like, hello, I'm Heather Torres, and da da. And you're just so you know, like you said, we all think like she, you've had it together perfectly forever. Uh, but I, you know, I know I see some of the earlier videos, and there was a softer version of you, and I wonder. What did you do in that moment where you felt like you were hitting a wall, like you have an idea, you had an idea, even, uh, and, and before you really dove in, what was the thing that helped you to do it? Just go yeah. for it. Yeah. I, I first just want to say, if you're listening to this, you're watching this and you know that you have that thing, like you, you can't maybe even say what, you don't even know what that feeling is. You're like, I just know I need to do something. I, I know I want to help so-and-so like you can't even put tangible boundaries around it, but you're like, ah, I want to do that. But you're like, but I can't, or who am I, or why should I do that? Or I'm scared or all of those different things. You know, everyone has to start messy. And if we just take the idea of this is going to be perfect, we just take that out of it and just know that like everyone's going to start messy. It's just part of the process. But if you don't do this, like if you don't do the thing, then it won't ever get done. And like you won't ever grow in what you're doing. Four years ago, I never thought I was going to be in front of a camera, that I was going to be being interviewed on podcasts, that I would have a YouTube channel over a million subscribers like that. Those things were not on the radar. Okay. That was not at all what it was, but I knew that I had a message inside of me and I knew that there were women that needed to hear it. I knew that the medium that I needed to use was video because video speaks a thousand words. Podcasting is amazing. It's intimate. It's in your ears. It's a huge part of what we can do. Blogging is a great thing to do because people love the written word. You have content inside of you. You have something to share. You have a message. You need to figure out your medium and then just start. You have to live outside of your comfort zone. There is a place where you're like, ah, if I go and I do that and I fail, well, that, then what? You failed. Oh, well, like get back up, get back up and let's try it again. Oh, that didn't work or oh, someone's already doing it or all these, all these things that we think in our mind, it is the fear of our own opinion. It's the fear of other people's opinion and it's then the fear of our, our opinion. So, oh, what if I do it and I fail? And that's what I said. Like, and so we'll try something new. Like, so it's the fear of what if that happens? And then it's the fear of I'm not good enough. Who am I? I want you to know that if you feel like I have a message inside, I want to help people. I want to help this group because we all kind of have a tug towards some type of group, subgroup and, and tribe is what I like to call it. If you're like, I want to help these people like I do with people that want to learn homeschooling, like I do with people who want to learn video. I understand that I have to get out of my own way and just press record. I have to get on my own way sweaty pits. I mean, scared <laughs> out of my mind. I want to pee my pants. I don't know what to say. I have to get over those things and just do it. And like you said, when you look at the older videos, man, I, I actually, most people are like, Oh, I hate my old videos. I love them. I love them because it shows that I just did it, that I started with my voice pitchy high, that I started where I had to record it 25 times and, and I just did it right. And over and over and over now, this camera is my best friend. Like I, I'm just me. I'm normal. I, I have a lot of energy. I talk fast. I love people. And so I'm like, this is where I get my energy. But this was not what I did four years ago. Four years ago, I'm like, 
oh my gosh, I can't press record. Oh my gosh, what am I going to say? The little light, red light would come on. And I'd be like, <laughs> ah, I don't know what to do. But I force myself now. I've done hundreds of live videos. And let me tell you, you mess up. I messed up a couple of weeks ago. I had to turn it off and I turned it right back on and I just started again. And you just have to do those things over and over. It's like building a muscle when you go to the gym. Mm. You don't just grab the weights, do a couple pumps and you're like, oh yeah, I'm skinny, I'm buff, I'm whatever you want to be. No, it's like, you got to go, you got to go do it a hundred times and then you don't see any progress. And then all of a sudden you look in the mirror and you're like, well, I have triceps. Where did those come from? <laughs> you know, like that kind of thing starts to happen. That's the same thing with how you are building your business or building your life or building your thing, whatever your thing is. And here's the thing. Here's the thing about the thing. You won't know what it is until you start doing something like you have to just start like, oh, but I don't know what the business name is. And I don't know what, well, you know, what should my website look like? I don't care. Those things actually don't matter. What matters is that you understand what your message is. That's what you should be trying to figure out. Wh who are you and who do you serve and how do you help them? When you can figure out those three things, that's all you need. Think Media is a multi seven figure company. We have it. We don't have a website. We don't have a website and people are like, oh, you can't be in business without a what? Yeah, I can prove you wrong. Like there's so many things you can do without doing the traditional things that hold us back from actually just doing the thing. Like here's, here's my challenge to anyone listening right now. I want you to write down the thing, you know, you should be doing right now, but you're not doing, you know, it. that you need, you, you know, you want to write a book, but you, you're like, oh, I'll do that in 10 years. You know, you need to make that next video. No, I don't want, I, oh, that's the thing, you know, you need to do, but you're not doing it. You're doing everything else around it that makes you feel like you're doing something, but you're not actually doing the thing. Do you need to call it like, like, do you know, you know how awesome it is that you messaged me and you were like, Hey, can I get you on the podcast? Do you know how many people I run into? And they're like, Oh, one day I'd love to have you on the podcast. And I'm like, sure. When, <laughs> when, when do you want to do that? And then five years later they met, you know what I mean? Like it just, what's the thing you need to do? What, where do you need to push yourself out there? And if you fail, here's what I want you to say to yourself. And like, is the world going to end? Cause you failed at the one thing. No, you're just going to pick yourself up and you're going to try something new. That's what we want to keep. That's what we tell our kids, right? They fall and we're like, are you okay? Okay. You're okay. Okay, good. Now go back and play. <laughs> but we can't do it as adults with ourselves on things that we think are like, Oh my gosh, but what if I fail and our family did it? Like, you'll be okay. You're, you got yourself to this part. You're a really smart woman. You can do this. Like keep telling yourself those things, but your challenge is write down the thing that you know you need to be doing that you're not doing, and then you need to go do it. That's the next step. Wow, Heather. <laughs> I'm like, I have another question, but now I, I can't top that. That was just great. I was like, you answered a bunch of questions in one moment. That's fantastic. Thank you. Thank you, and thank you for our audience for that. And um, you have so much energy. Do, do you get moments for yourself? Do you have a mindfulness or, or meditation practice to kind of recenter? Yeah, I I do. And a book I'd recommend for every human being to read is called the miracle morning. Um, it changed my life. Uh, there was, there's two books that I credit to changing. Well, three books, the Bible changed my life. Uh, but two like actual other books other than that were the miracle morning and essentialism. Those two books radically changed my life. And so the miracle morning, um, I go through a morning 
uh, routine. And I think it's very important to establish routines. Um, I know how my body recharges. I know I, I, um, in the morning I get myself like this energy comes from being prepared in the morning. This energy comes from, um, I've said affirmations to myself about who I know I am and who God says I am. I have planned out what I feel would be an accomplishment for the day. I know what my income producing activity is for the day. I've decided how intentional I want to be with my husband and my children throughout the day. And I've put in my exercise because I believe that health is important. I've, I've mapped out kind of how much water do I want to drink and what am I going to put in my body and how do I want to feel? And so, yeah, I go through a, a whole morning practice, but it was a radically life-changing book because I sucked at getting up in the morning. I hated getting up in the morning. I sucked at mornings in general. I was like slugging through or I would like shower really quick so that I could get to the thing and I felt so unprepared. I never planned anything before, but that book changed my life. And then Essentialism really made me focus on what is actually important in my life. That book allowed me to see that if you, you have to say no to, to some things to say yes to other things. You you cannot say yes and no at the same time. Like you, there can't be multiple things. You have, if you say yes to something, you're saying no to something else. And so what order of priorities matter in your life and making those a staple. And so I highly recommend those two books. Um, that's how I do it. And then I did things like all last week, I completely unplugged and just spent time with my family and we went hiking and we slept in and we ate junk food and, you know, we did all those things. And so I think it's important that you have, um, rest and run periods in your life. I know a marathon is not just something that you can continually do, but marathoners will rest and run. And I think it's important to understand cycles of how your, um, how your body and your mind, uh, need to be. Oh, thank you. Mm -hmm. I know you, <laughs> I don't want to take you over this time, so <laughs> I to stay within the box, but I'm, I'm wondering, Heather, how, how could we support you? And I'm, I, not only your links and how to find you, but mm. how can we, you know, we're asking you to get, you're giving all this amazing advice and, and mm -hmm. information just to have a full circle. How could we support you right now? Yeah. Yeah. For me, um, I, I, the biggest thing is for you to take action. The best way you can support me is to take what you've learned, whatever it is, whatever nugget it was, whatever piece was the aha moment and actually take action. Because I believe that just like when you throw a rock into water and it ripples out, I believe that's how our lives are. And so for me, this was your rock. I threw it in the water and the ripple out is what you go and do with it. And I want this to ripple and ripple and ripple and ripple. And so if I've affected you in any way on this podcast and this video, whatever the, whatever, however you're consuming this content, my ask of you is to go and take action because I do believe that your voice matters. I believe that we need every single type of person online and in the world actually putting goodness into the world. And so I know that it's inside of you. I know that you have a piece that you need to share. And so my ask is that you take action, whatever that looks like on a small or a big scale, and that you just think about how can I, how can I make change? How can I make this something? And I really do believe that action is what creates possibilities. So that's to me the best way that you can take this content that you've consumed and do something with it. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and how can people find you, Heather? <laughs> yeah, so I'm on Instagram because everyone's on Instagram. Uh, so I'm on Instagram at Miss Heather Torres. Um, 
I'm on YouTube. You can just type in Heather Torres. And actually, because we are a uh, YouTube experts, um, you will definitely see all Heather things. When you type in Heather Torres into any search bar, um, I will come up. So the best way is, uh, Instagram. If you want, you can DM me, uh, what action you took. I love to see that. So yes. if you took an action, you can DM me and tell me that or tag me so I can see it. I'm a real human. So I like to really connect with people on, on Instagram. It's not a bot. It's me. Um, and, uh, and then yeah, on YouTube and then my homeschool channel, if you're interested in that, you could just type in Heather homeschooling and it'll all come up all my information and anything that you have. And I love video ideas. So if you're like, can you make a video on this? Um, you can always just message me that or put it in the comment section, but, uh, I love online. And so I connect with people all day, every day online. Yes. Thank you. And definitely you guys, it is pretty easy to find you when you, uh, when you do a Google search or any kind of yeah. search <laughs> and, uh, and definitely pop into Think Media as well, um, because the, what inspired me to contact you was really all the, the ways that you, it wasn't just all tech, 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 but it was, you know, available for moms and parents in a yeah. very real and honest way and authentic. So thank you for all the energy that you've give us, given us today, Heather. I'm just so honored. And I'm double, double, triple honored that you came again, because we had yes. this incredible conversation that disappeared into the ether whatever. And, um, and you came back again and there's always a different version of the wisdom that comes through that is meant for the moment intuitively and, and as it's meant to be. So thank you for being yeah. here. Yeah. I believe that first conversation was just for you. Um, and so <laughs> this conversation is for your audience, but that one was magical as well as this one. And so yeah. I just, I, I want to honor you for the work that you're doing and just for, um, the, the, uh, stepping out in faith and, and stepping over the fear to do things like this and to reach people and to help people. I think it's really inspiring. You inspire me and I can't wait to see what happens to this project and future projects that you have coming up. Well, thank you. You've already changed my language. We didn't get into it today, but I'm going to do something where you're talking about seasons and comparing mm -hmm. yourself and integrating. Now, these have I, if you ever happen to see my, my things popping up, uh, you will already notice, oh, that's Heather in there. So uh, I really appreciate that, and I'm passing it, pay, passing it forward and paying it forward. So um, have a beautifully imperfect day, Heather. Thank you so much for your energy, your courage. Uh, your wisdom, your willingness to be so real and so honest so that all of us can have a chance to do the same. Wow. Thank you so much. This week, takeaways are going to come intuitively. There will be some points uh, on the description and as well on imperfectparenting.net and the blog. Yet this is your time. There's so much information in here really see what calls to you, what floats up to the surface. Take a moment, pause this, and as we talked about in the beginning, write some things down, either in a notebook or in your notes on your phone, or even just a voice message if you think you'll actually come back to it, to remind yourself of what came through. And this is just for you. It's personal. It's intimate. It's your thing that is calling from your soul and your body will tell you like how you feel right now uh, there's something moving and trust in that trust in yourself believe in what uh, is calling you and I hope to see you uh, in a couple of days uh, at the Friday live like every week at 12 o'clock at IP underscore parenting on Instagram and if you're in our Facebook group, IP Parents, 
Um, I might jump in there too to do something as well, but more intimate. So, and then there'll be the episode on the weekend, which is going to go deeper into some of the things we hit on. So here we go. And, uh, this is your time right now. So go for it. Thank you for listening to our very imperfect parenting podcast. If you'd like a little more like live coaching sessions, then jump into facebook.com backslash IP parents. You can also write me at ariel at imperfectparenting.net or jump on that site for other resources like book reviews and other fun things. If you would just share with one person or let one person know about this podcast, that helps us a lot. As well, we have Patreon with extra privileges and have a beautifully imperfect day. Thank you so much for being out there.